This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me Simon Calder and I'm afraid today Wednesday the 7th of June I'm talking about another strike. Yes, 31 days of walkouts have been called by the Unite Union at London Heathrow and unlike the previous disputes of which more in a moment or the previous walkouts these will be spreading beyond Terminal 5 to Terminal 3. The Union which is Unite, is warning of disruption, delays and cancellations this summer. They say that this is a major escalation of a pay dispute and that more than 2,000 security staff will walk out for 31 days between June and August. The dates are carefully chosen to have maximum effect. For instance, they start on the 24th of June. Uh, they're mostly targeting weekends. They end on the 27th of August. That's the uh, bank holiday weekend. And the idea is to, of course, add to the pressure when families go on holiday, typically between the 21st and the 24th of July. And the dispute at the root of this is very simply about pay. Working in security, which I've done as a, well, in the 20th century at Gatwick Airport, is stressful. It has uh, a long uh, hours, um, very, very antisocial schedules, because, of course, if people are going to be getting to the airport at half past four and expect somebody to be there to frisk them, well, that means the person who's doing that has to get up maybe at three o'clock in the morning. The uh, airports can operate until, well, in the case of Heathrow, last flights go out just before 11 o'clock. So, yeah, pretty antisocial. And furthermore, unlike a lot of jobs, nobody is delighted to see you. Passengers just regard security checks as a necessary evil that they want to get done as soon as possible. And the poor old staff have to cope with the fact that you and I are very often stressed and anxious and worried and running late for our flights and so on. And so it's a, 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 um, a real mess. And so, therefore, the security staff say we need more money. The uh, simple fact is that Heathrow isn't offering enough. Uh, General Secretary Sharon Graham says that uh, these strikes will continue until Heathrow makes a fair offer to its wages. She's really saying, and we've seen this sort of rhetoric in the rail disputes as well, that uh, Heathrow is an incredibly wealthy company anticipating bumper profits this summer and executive pay bonanza also expected to pay out huge dividends to shareholders. Yes, its workers can barely make ends meet and have paid far less than workers at other airports. And we're seeing quite a lot of that. Gatwick is the kind of poster child for our high pay. 
according to the Unite Union, who've also called out um, uh, on strike or that they're looking at uh, possibly striking at Edinburgh Airport, saying that people at Gatwick get much better rewarded. And it's uh, one of these very, very difficult uh, disputes. So Heathrow says... Unite's already tried and failed to disrupt. They didn't do this with the earlier strikes. And let me just run through those. It was in the 10 days up to and including Easter Sunday. Then a range of dates in May, some of them coinciding with the coronation. Um, The airport says the majority of colleagues don't support Unite's strike. They are told there's a a two-year inflation-beating pay rise ready for colleagues if only Unite would allow them to have a say. And the airport says we will continue talks with Unite about resolving this issue. Meanwhile, of course, terribly unsettling for staff. It also means that a lot of people are going to be looking at this and thinking, ooh, do I really want to risk going through Heathrow? And they may book elsewhere. So, It's an expensive business having strikes threatened and that's one reason why groups of workers in aviation are quite prone to call strikes. They don't always get followed through um, because there's... uh It focuses the mind of the employer to have somebody threatening a strike. Anyway, the um, upshot for you and for me booked on flights to and from Heathrow. Well, outbound flights may conceivably be affected in the previous bout. um, And the first one, British Airways was told to cancel one in 20 flights to reduce the pressure. And the second one, it didn't. Heathrow has not said anything like we are going to operate normally. It's talking about minimising the disruption that might happen. And so that suggests that, yes, the contingency arrangements they've put in in place, which have been pretty successful, are not perhaps necessarily going to be enough. If you are at Terminal Three, then it might be some BA flights. I got in from from Gothenburg last night at T3. And it's also the hub for Virgin, Emirates, Cathay Pacific, American, American Airlines and others. Bear in mind that Terminal 2, Star Alliance Hub and Terminal 4, predominantly lots of Middle Eastern carriers will not be affected by the walkout. So don't panic there. I hope that we can get some... Um, Uh, resolution to this because of course what with French air traffic controllers on Tuesday two days before that Italian aviation workers um, we've of course still got rail strikes we it would be lovely to have a bit of certainty this summer but uh, we'll wait and see if that ever arrives for now thanks very much indeed for listening and I'll talk to you again tomorrow goodbye 